We're back. By ourselves. I don't have one of those. Nope, you don't. Kerchunk. Well, this is an alcoholic uh, beverage. You don't want one of these anyway. No. Um, this is a, a wonderfully glorious funk brewing brewing SBC crossover bomb pop patriotic shandy. Apparently there's a drink that one of the Paul brothers makes that tastes like a bomb pop. Okay. It's not alcoholic or anything. Mm. This is a raspberry lemonade shandy. It's delicious. I wish it was a raspberry and beret. One of the I didn't know I had a can. It got lost in the back of the fridge. So, wow! What did you do to uh, please the gods this week to find that? I don't know. I don't know. Nothing more than normal. Tell you that much. Did, were you on your knees to please? Of course. But how are you, pal? Don't spill that. Please don't spill that. All right. Well, I don't know. It looked shaky. Well, fucking professional. It looked very gelatinous. You're a professional alcoholic. Um, welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Um. Sands, Joe and Adam, no more crossover. That no. was a, a one-off. Maybe not only a one-off. I, I think we should make it a uh, regular Thanksgiving tradition. I agree. Survivor Series used to be a Thanksgiving right. tradition. I'd like to make that a Thanksgiving right. tradition. I think we should cross them over. Where Next year we have a podcast Survivor Series. You and I fight Joe and Adam. But that's only a tag team match. That's true. We'll have to recruit some more. So Okay, so we'll have to recruit... Our, our co-host for our other show. So you, me, Doug, and Michelle fights Joe, Adam, Tim and Todd. Marcus. And oh, I was thinking because Joe does a show with Todd. Oh, okay. And then Todd did a show with Marcus. Uh, we're going to lose, though. Marcus will cl- yeah. wipe the floor with, with at least me. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes, he would. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Marcus. What's up? Uh, What's up, my man? Yeah. All right. Not, not my best idea. But we should make it a yearly thing because I had a ton of fun. I did too. Uh, if you're listening to us for the first time because you liked what we said on that show, uh, one, yes, you can curse on this show. Uh, <laughs> and two, uh, thanks for coming over. It was a ton of fun doing that last week. It seems like forever ago. It seems like Thanksgiving was Dude, months ago. I was ago. just saying to somebody last night, yeah. I was like, wow, Thanksgiving was a week ago tomorrow already. It's yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? That's cuckoo beans. I don't like it. I'm uh, not a fan. But uh, this whole time, getting older and time going quicker thing. Right. It's fucking real. It's definitely real. Uh, so, uh, how are you, pal? How's things? How's life in the I'm week? Fucking good, you man. Know, we I'm, didn't have uh, our normal catch up because we were we were guests. We had our we had mustard. To, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we had to be on our best behavior last week. Yeah. Uh, no, man. Like Chill I took my you. allergy pill before the show. I'm proud of you. As opposed to. Oh, look at you. Oh, oh, my God. Right now when I'm having an allergy attack. Like, this is going to be the worst time. Yep. You poor, your eyes are going to be puffy. Oh, yeah, I'm crying. Oh, I'm got a single God. tear. Dude. I'm just I'm just happy to be here. Oh. Uh, how am I? I'm good. Yeah. yeah your man. beard is growing in fantastic. My beard's out of control. Yeah. I don't, it's great. Yeah. I'm at the I'm I at like the it. Edge. The hair's no. getting long again. Dude. The beard's coming my hair, in. My hair looks great. It does. You look fantastic. My I'm, hair, this is all about complimenting but, you. Uh, I don't know. It's getting it's getting too much. Yeah. I'm getting random mustache hairs when I take a bite of food. Yeah. And, well, you just do a little trimsky there. But no. It's getting, I'd take your beard in a heartbeat. We could trade beards. I'd take yours. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, uh, pal. How you are you? It. How I'm are you? Now that, I, now that you gassed me up. <laughs> I'm good, buddy. Good. Uh, nothing, nothing going on. Uh, living life. Living the dream. Uh yeah, you know, Good. hanging out. Good. Watched a really cool cut of uh, Cyborg the other day. That was cool. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. What I did do, though, for a Black Friday special, Ooh. I bought the new NBA 2K. Wow. And their franchise mode is 
fucking incredible. Oh, yeah? You could start in the <clears throat> 80s, oh. the 90s, the 2000s, or present day. But, like, do the 80s have the 80s act-specific rosters? Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. I'm in heaven right That's now. That's cool. So it starts in, like, 83. Yeah. So I'm the sixth or so, Moses Malone, right. Dr. J, oh. Mo Cheeks. That's cool. Oh, dude. Yeah. And literally, you can play every year from 83, like, up to present. Wow. I was like, I'm never buying an NBA game ever again. Right. This is all I need. That's cool. Like, and it's cool, too, because... Did it just come out, or did you get yeah, it on the sale? I got it on the sale. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. It was, like, I think, like, 30 bucks or something. Because oh, yeah. um, I watched a review, because I was either going to buy that, uh, or I have World Cup Fever, so yeah. I was going to buy the new hmm. FIFA game. Okay. And I watched, like, reviews of it, and franchise mode's my favorite mode of sports games. Sure. And I haven't bought Madden in years, because the franchise mode's fucking right. terrible. Yeah. Um. And the guy reviewing it, he's like, listen, like, if you love franchise mode, he goes, this may be the best franchise mode ever. Yeah. Hmm. And I love it, That's dude. Cool. So everybody's just playing the Bulls, right? You're just dropping into, like, the 86 Bulls and no, playing I saw, Dude, I saw right 83 well, right. Sixers, baby. Yeah, you got- but what's cool, too, like, it, it has, like, right when the era starts, it'll tell you, like, here's key dates yeah. and here's key years where teams are going to get added and Jordan's in the 84 draft class. Like, so yeah. then you could draft them if you wanted to. If you're getting oh. the wrong pick, you can get them drafted. Interesting. It's the coolest, Interesting. dude. Even like the presentation, like yeah. the screen is like a little like uh, like beige-ish. Yeah. Like this like almost sepia card, kind of like yeah. 70s like sure. or 80s television. Like yeah. it's not as clear. So, like, oh, it's so cool. If you play as the Bulls before Jordan is in that draft class, do you not automatically get Jordan? No. That's interesting. I don't think you do. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you can pick what year you start. You don't have to start in the 83. No, or? if you start in the 80s, you start in 83. Okay. Because the key is, yeah. this is the year before Jordan okay. is drafted. So it's like, who's going right. to get Jordan? You know? Interesting. And it's cool. It's like, oh, like you can't play zone defense. Because yeah. zone defense was illegal at the time. Oh, um, interesting. Like, it's a more physical game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this year is like the heat and the magic get added mm. to the league and stuff. So there's going to be <clears throat> an expansion draft. It's like, interesting. oh, my God. That's it's like cool. heaven to me. So, like, I, I wonder, I though, like, the if, if you're not playing the, as the Bulls, I wonder if the Bulls automatically get that get Jordan every year. If, if you're not playing as them, you know I'm, what I mean? We're going to find out. I'm working my way through Because that would make right the now. most sense. You want to play the most accurate unless you're playing as that team specifically. Yeah, you would think. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hmm. make my way through right now. Uh, the Detroit Pistons are fucking monsters in the game with uh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer. Right. Um, that Larry Bird just shooting the fucking lights out on me today. Right, of I course. was so mad. Yeah, well, that's what he um, did. But, yeah, dude, it's like, I don't know, I'm real hyped about it. That's cool. But, all right. That's good, buddy. How are you? You're good? I'm Everything good. all right? I didn't buy you're, a video game. You're yawning. You're Allergy you're attacking. Hitting, hitting me. Oh, Hit me hard. On over Hit me there. hard. Let me drink more beer. That'll help. Is that what the doctor says? Was was it the doctor's a beer a day keeps the doctor away? I don't think that's it. Or a wine of the day. I'm pretty sure it's an apple. Oh, all right. I don't fuck. I don't. I don't yeah. I would say I don't go to the doctor unless I'm dying. Right. I haven't so. been to a doctor in, well, until COVID. I guess that was I saw a doctor, but it was like a walk up like McDonald's doctor. A McDonald's a drive through doctor. Yeah, you drive through doctor. Good. You know, you walk in, he sends you on his way. Good. Uh, all right. Uh, welcome to New Wrestling. Wrestling. We're going to talk about wrestling uh, of the week. Uh, the rundown. Uh, we don't have a ton. Uh, I've withheld what I watched from Brett as a super secret mission. Uh, news. There's not a ton of news to talk about. I have nothing. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about one thing really quick. Uh, interesting little uh, kind of this, day, this week in wrestling history. Uh, 
Y'all want to play the jingle? No. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Perfect. So, um, it was November 30th, which was, what, two days? Yesterday. 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 Was the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of WCW NWO World Tour. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I wanted to just talk about World Tour for, for a second, about the roster of World Tour. Um... Because uh, it's interesting to think that that came out 25 years ago and sort of the unexpected influence it had on international and on, on American audiences being into international wrestling. Sure. Because those show those games were always modded over from like virtual pro wrestling or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we had a lot of – they just changed the characters and we got, you know, like WCW versus the world for the PlayStation had a, t- a giant roster with just about everybody uh, for the PlayStation. The 64 roster, a little shorter, but outside of your main WCW people and NWO people, uh, you had two independent factions in that game, DOA and the Independent Union, which were FMW. Oh, so that was definitely FMW. And Michinoku Pro. Okay. So – you had here's a list. Uh, it's just really interesting to think that like uh, in '97, you know, I was in love with wrestling, one of the best wrestling years ever, and I was being like influenced in, to find these wrestlers. And maybe I didn't know about it, but we figured it out eventually. Especially sure. by the time the next one came 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 around, and then I think even WrestleMania 2000 has them. Like they kept that sort of going. Um, but it's just interesting because, like, nowadays, you they, they would never do that in an American game. Like, you can create them and stuff, but they would never fill a roster by giving you, like, generic guys no, who are already never. established wrestlers. So, DOA had Sumo Joe, who was Tenru. Happy Tenru Appreciation Month. Absolutely. Uh, Kim Chi, who was Koji Katao. Blackheart, who was Tarzan Goto. Uh, Puchteka. Puchteka. Was Onita. Yep. Hannibal was Hayabusa. Powder Keg was Kodo for Yuki. Dim Sum was a combination of Jato and Gato. Uh, Saladin was Abdullah the Butcher. Alibaba was Tiger Jeet Singh. And as a hidden character who joined DOA, Wrath. What the fuck? Right? Really? That's when you unlocked him, he was there. That's weird. And then the Independent Union, which was Michinoku Pro, had Black Ninja, which is Great Sasuke. Shaolin which was Jinsei Shinzaki, Hakushi. The Unknown was Super Delphin. The Claw was Grand Naniwa. So, like, 25 years ago, we had Grand Naniwa in an American video game. It's so weird. Yeah. Black Belt was Takamichi Noku. Uh, Paco Loco, which was a combination of the other two uh, Kai and Tai guys, Dick Togo and Terry Boy, Men's oh. Tio. <laughs> uh, Shaman, who was Sunji Takano. And Master Fuji, who was Yoshiaki Fuji- Fujiwara. And the hidden character, Glacier. That's weird. Yes, would show up there. It's just really interesting to see that and think, like, how influenced we were by, like, yeah. subconsciously oh, once, having Japanese people on the once roster. Once you found out, like, right. oh, wait a minute, there's supposed to be real people. Right. Then you go and you look who the real people are and you go, what the right. fuck is this? Exactly. It's a uh, ton of fun. So it was a ton of fun. You know, it's 97, like, the internet's not, not nearly what it is today, but you had your resources and it was just cool to see that sort of stuff and... You know, Fire Pro came around a, f- a few years later for the Dreamcast, and the continuing WCW and the WWF games had it. And like I said, WCW vs. World had everybody. Yeah. 
that had that game like, was a ton Stan of and Muda and Power Warrior and different costumes for all of them. Like they had everybody. Yeah. Um, but it was just a cool little thing. That's the anniversary this week. It's still one of the best wrestling games. Uh, that series and AEW is hopefully copying it for theirs. So we'll see. Whenever the game is going to come out, who the fuck knows? Whenever it's supposed to be out by the end of the year. Sure. Well, we still got a month. Uh-huh. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. No release date. Yeah. We'll be out two in two weeks. I, I I'll go buy it day one. I fucking want I, it. I have it ordered on Amazon. Yeah. I've like, pre-ordered. I want it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I hope they have. Like the online creation suite, like the 2K games have, yeah. where people can make the characters and just go download right. them. Like, That'd be cool. Because you, you play that 2K. Yeah. You remember how good that Eddie Kingston was uh-huh. on there? Oh, it was so I good. almost bought that this week because it was on a pretty good sale. It's cheap. But it's just the regular version, and I'd kind of want the NWO guys, oh, yeah, I thought. Have to have and that it, yeah. wasn't really on sale. Wow. Cause they, or it was, but it was still like 60 bucks. The base version was like $12, you know, the regular. <sighs> yeah, you need the, you yeah. need the extra stuff. So. Plus the DLC packs. Yeah, and the DLC packs yeah. weren't on sale, oh. so it's like, like game. I I don't know if they're gonna make that an annual release. Though. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't need every to. two years. Yeah, it's the smart way to do it. Just make it make it upgradable with DLC content and patches, yeah. and and that's that. Your graphics aren't going to expand. That's what killed Madden. It's there wasn't exactly enough, what killed. There Madden. there wasn't enough innovation year to year to warrant dropping another sixty yeah. eighty bucks on a fucking video game. That's why like. NBA 2K was having the same problem because yeah. they got into these microtransactions and they yeah. wanted to spend more money on a fucking seventy dollar game anyway. Right. For me, I don't I don't play that mode. I play yeah. franchise, and this franchise is insane. Plus, they have like a game mode called the Jordan Challenges, mm-hmm. where you can take Jordan throughout his career, mm-hmm. like play diff- through different challenges. Right. So that's really fucking yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, video games, dude. So you're saying that Rey Mysterio is the Michael Jordan of professional wrestling? But that would mean he's the greatest. Because Rey Mysterio has the career mode, that, that sort of moments mode in the new WWE game. Oh, he? yeah, he does. Uh, he's the greatest luchador of all time. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. All right. The, what I, dude, I say it all the time when I watch a Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. match and I go, I forgot how much I fucking love yeah. Rey Mysterio. Sure. Okay. Well, he's putting on bangers against Walter. Against right. Gunther. Yeah. Well. Like, this late, it's 2022, sure. what are we doing here, Rey? Well. With your fake knees and your human growth hormone. Hey, you leave him alone. Uh, not like he's liver king. Uh, no. All right. Uh, that's it. We ain't got any other news? Well, you said before anything. we started, you cursed the show with it being a quick show. Yeah, because I don't have a ton, You want to do it at two two times the speed like we did? <laughs> no. no. Let's, let's make sure that doesn't happen again. All right. Let me make sure. So uh, at what point do you want to talk about Teddy Hart? I mean, do that we, now we or do that at the now? end? Yeah, because you watched it I did. this week. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so Teddy Hart. So let's let's see how, how Teddy Hart coming soon to Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Uh, I love the promotional as seen on Peacock. As seen like, on Peacock. Yeah. Hey, br- hey brother. We'll just see him on Peacock. <laughs> not for. not for the right reasons. So it, the, I watched it all because uh, they were showing it after Raw this week. I think they were showing a much condensed version on Raw because I switched over and like some parts were missing. Oh, okay. Um, Probably because yeah. you know there's a lot of uh, lewd behavior. Um, so it's interesting, right? Uh, Teddy Hart in my purview for a long time, cause he was sort of a phenom and a very popular wrestler and the, sure. the newest member of the Hart family who happens to sound exactly like his uncle Brett. Um, it's scary how much he sounds like. Brett. So I, aside from like the, the glitter that he wore all the time, which is like the second most fascinating thing about this show, uh, or this documentary, uh, the most fascinating thing about it to me is how Teddy Hart would lie and then they would immediately show the clips where he would say the things he was accused of saying. 
and was denying to 10 seconds earlier. Yeah. It's really an interesting take in a documentary when you're able in real time to to correct a known liar and potential alleged murderer. Yeah, um, man. Allegedly. Uh... <laughs> uh, so everybody sort of talked about it. Who's talked about it? The the filmmaker guy is a pretty big dirtbag, right? He's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I've been like thinking about this ever since I watched it. Yeah. I just felt like he tried to make the story too much about him. Yes. And try to give a little jump start boost to his career. Yeah. You know, what why didn't I do anything? Right. That's what I was gonna say. There's a lot of like, oh, I should have done something, but I didn't. And what what how I can't help but think of how it would have changed if I intervened. It's like, yeah, dude, Teddy Hart would have kicked the shit out of you. That's what would have happened. <laughs> yes. And if he didn't, one of his bodyguards would have. Like that dude was rolling pretty big back when the beginning of this TV show that he was shooting. Sure. Um, but like a good little, uh, documentary wrestling, little, uh, twist, little swerve when the episode ends in it with him getting sued for like, uh, rape or getting like brought up on rape and confinement charges. And you, that you find out the next episode that it's the women that he's been with the whole time. Uh, that's a pretty big swerve there. Uh, those poor women feel so Ugh. bad especially for Faye. When they interview her later, like, and she's just, like, a, just a broken human. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, and how, like, he didn't know the one woman. He just tricked her. Like, just he, how manipulative he, manipulative he was. And, like, how he would just have these houses because he would just move in with these women immediately. Well, that, the first one just bankrolled everything. Right. It's crazy. It's nuts. Right. And, like, him just living that life and taking cars and moving into houses and, like, just the 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 merry band of morons that he surrounded himself he's with. A carny fuck. He really he is. Comes from a carny. He really world. is. And and the family is sort of not uh, not associated anymore. Remember what was that show that he did where they were like, no, you keep the booking instead of coming to Nightheart's funeral. Oh, that was, that was a GCW right. show we watched. And he, he and he's, he's like, like oh, I'm here for. Uh, from my uncle Jim or whatever, yeah. and we we were watching the couch or sitting on the couch watching it, yeah. and we're going, yeah. I bet the family said, "Nah, Teddy, you know what? Yeah, it's okay. Right, we're a wrestling family. You keep you your keep booking. that booking, right? We don't need you. We don't need you here. We'll hold you in in, my, in our hearts. You'll be there in spirit. Um, <laughs> oh god. But uh, yeah. So it, pretty remarkable. Uh, I, I mean, not the best documentary, but but really amazing to watch Teddy Hart twist himself in knots. Uh, and just get, like, not called out, because that was the other thing. The dude wasn't calling him out, but the dude was sort of juxtaposing him being trapped in the lies. Um, and then the sort of the second, half of the second episode and the third episode was all about Samantha Fiddler and her disappearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sadly, there doesn't seem to be enough evidence that Teddy was involved beyond uh, taking her car, kicking her out of the house, stealing her passport... Uh, and getting her involved with scumbag chasing rants, Ugh. um, it's really interesting to uh think. You know, well, he really didn't. We're not sure he did anything, and he he he's very smart in the way that in all of those situations he made sure that he had like some level of of deniability. Sure, right. Uh, when you would see this footage of him making out with the two women and the two women went to the court system and they were like, he imprisoned us and he forced us to do things. He'd just easily be put that footage like, do these women look forced? And, and sadly that's going to sway people one way or the other. Yep. Um, 
all-time scumbag. He was a scumbag even before this. Everybody knew not to deal with Teddy Hart. Uh, and then they interview Chase and Rance and bury him before he shows up. That was which my, is a that smart was my move. favorite part of the uh, documentary. Uh, I also really like the part where they sh- talking about Chase and Rance's uh, custom wrestling videos. And Teddy is like, there's, they're like, there's nothing sexual in these videos. And it's literally Teddy like lift, like squeezing the dude's underwear and slapping him in the cock over and over again. Yeah. And they're like, there's nothing sexual here. And the dude's wearing shiny silver underwears. <laughs> um, black silk underwears. Or the underwears with the dick holes yeah, in them. Yeah, underwear with, underwear with dick holes in them. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, you know, like, yeah, there's nothing sexual about Chase and Rance's dick getting spanked by Teddy Hart in a video that's only meant for one person. Yeah, that's sure. Um, but it, it, watch it. It's on Peacock. It's a quick watch. It's three hours. Something less than that, even, I think, uh, you know, 45, 50 minutes an episode. Uh, you know, it's, it's some interesting things and nothing's ever really going to happen to Teddy. I mean, he's going to get caught up because he's always caught up in the system with other stuff. Um, and apparently he is getting questioned by some sort of authorities in Florida now because of this. Um, but like he's you know he's going to have enough drug and assault problems and that's the thing he beats women he can deny that all he wants he's on camera threatening to choke out the one blonde that, woman that was the most uncomfortable right. moment i thought throughout the whole right. thing and when he says to the woman if this camera wasn't here you'd be sleeping he doesn't mean she'd be taking a nap no you know <laughs> like he he clearly and he would deny never laid a hand on a woman like, bullshit like, you clearly you did. You're a fucking bullshit fucking wife beater, woman beater, and I have no patience for that whatsoever, no matter how much the wrestling industry seems to. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's a thing. And, like, that poor woman just trying to break into wrestling. like And, like, women in wrestling schools, people in wrestling schools in general, but women, women especially, are already lied to by these fucking trainers and promoters. Sure. Like, fucking crazy. Um and then you get, like, Samantha Fiddler, who's this good-looking girl who, like, abandons her kids, like, with her parents. Like, it's just such a sad story of manipulation. And then, you know, like, she has nowhere to fucking turn. Uh, and, you know, you can go wherever you want with the story. It sure as fuck seems like she was trafficked somewhere yeah. uh, because she's an illegal immigrant in the U.S. with no passport and, and becomes no a stripper. You can follow the very common through lines in that and where that ends up sure. and whether or not Teddy had facilitated it or not. That's up to you, I guess. Um, but it's just sad. Like, he just... He did so much shit, and, like, people still booking him, people still working with him, you know? <laughs> I'd say it surprises me, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Some just are shitty right. Jersey right. shindy that as seen on Peacock, right. that it's just ugh. right, and you know him the 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 number one or the, the youngest guy ever signed to a WWE contract and the youngest dude ever fired. Yeah, uh, and the the part two where like he, he you see the video of, of like him and Samantha like feeding each other ice cream and walking on the beach and like kissing and being all over each other, and then when they talk about her disappearance, she's like, I don't even fucking know her. He's like, we never dated. I certainly didn't fuck her. Yeah. It's like, dude, we have it on camera. Yep. And doesn't, he's like, I, just, I, I didn't even. I barely knew her. She wanted yeah. to be a wrestler. It just doesn't matter to him, right? He just he just lies and lies because nothing sticks. But in Canada, nothing's ever going to stick because he's a fucking heart. Somehow that still matters. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's going to get roped into the system and spend time in jail for the rest of his life till he eventually dies of an overdose of whatever fucking drug he's on because he's also not a healthy man. No. Um, but, like, you know, he's always going to be in trouble, but there'll never be justice for Samantha Fiddler unless somebody has evidence. Like, that one dude with the weird beard 
that he moved in with. Oh yeah. Uh, or or yeah, weird. or Teddy admits it himself, you know. Which you know that's never going to happen. But I just I also fascinated by the world where people who seemingly have no income can just buy a hundred thousand dollar jag from a fucking dealer. Like, cause that was the women doing that. And like that one, that yeah. one girl who trained to be the wrestler who he like threatened outside the restaurant, just walked in and was like, yeah, I can afford a hundred thousand. They check your fucking credit and your bank and how much you're in, how much you're making and all that shit. You would think, They right? do the math that, on that shit. That's what happens to us normal people. I guess so. But like, she's a normal person. Teddy Hart's not a real celebrity outside of a fucking shindy show somewhere. Yeah. I, d- I don't understand it either, but. Right. Unless they had enough money to just put the deposit down, you know? Yeah, that's true. Maybe they had enough cash up front from selling Persian cats. Oh, man. Those Juggling poor, cats. Those, oh, boy. Those poor that cats. was one of the words. Him throwing those cats. And look, he likes it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I had a cat. I have cats. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they do not like it. Um, but interesting. And I don't want to, you know, a lot of people talk about how talented he was a super talented guy. But I don't know. Oh, what a shame he was so talented. Nah, just straight fuck him. There's, there's people more talented that are not horrible people. I did like that they showed the ROH footage. Yeah. And I wish it would have got on camera Samojo trying to fucking rip his head off yeah. afterwards. Right. Yeah, I remember when that happened, reading about that online being like, holy shit, and then the footage came out. Yeah. Just, uh, wow, that did not disappoint. Yeah. So I, I have uh, just a few more notes of things that really stood out to me, and then we'll, we'll move on. Uh, they break wrestling kayfabe ten minutes into the first episode and explain to you about heat and heel and faces. Yeah, of course. Um, the woman, and maybe it was Faye, who was selling cat placentas to cure diabetes for 10 bucks a placenta. That was Faye. That's an interesting theory. That's something. Uh, there's the point where Teddy pretends to rape the documentary filmmaker to prove to him that rapes can't happen. Yeah. He goes, what am I going to do? I'm going to force myself on you and you're just going to let me do it? That's just what you're going to do? Rape can't happen. Are you just going to let me? Yeah. Insane. Uh, and then uh, Teddy's dad, when they talk about the lawsuit, yep. and Teddy's dad is like, you got to protect your own. He goes, he goes, if if so, if so, uh, if Faye was my daughter, Teddy'd be in jail. But that's not the way the world is. It's like. Sad, but he's right. right. He got money. She didn't. You know? He's got a little bit of fame. He's got a modicum of fame. His parents have money. It's just, that's it. That's the way the world works. That's it. It, it, it sadly is. Uh, so, it, you know, interesting that it came out. Interesting that, like, USA would run it after WWE. Um, yeah, and it's weird because I think WWE had something to do on the production end of yeah. it. I think, like, Kevin Dunn was an executive mm, producer on it. So I think pretty much just so, hey, we're not going to shine him in any sort of positive light here, right? right? right. You know, just to, yeah, just right. to make sure. Right, maybe you emphasize that he was fired for being uncoachable. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. All right, that's enough Teddy Hart uh, and his fucking nonsense. Hopefully, this is the end. Nobody hears him about him again until he gets arrested. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Well, Pal. I mean, I have only three shows I watched. Okay. So. Rampage, Dynamite. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, Survivor Series War Games. Me too. Oh, you watched it? I, you, watched, I watched the War Games matches. You son of a bitch, you. Yes. Oh, look at that. Well, that yes. makes me very happy. Let's talk War Games. Okay, then. let's talk War Games matches. So we That's can't... all I watched. I saw the Ronda Rousey clips. Uh, <laughs> poor Shotzi taking a lot of heat. Uh, I'm not going to say Shotzi's not a and then the bell rang kind of person, uh, but Shotzi's real good looking, and uh, I like her, so give her a pass. And Ronda's useless, so... 
Yeah, they're Ronda. both at fault, but Ronda's real bad. They should know better than putting Ronda in the ring with anybody who can't carry her ass to a match. I like that um, Brian Kendrick got it was the the uh, producer for that yeah. match. Uh huh. At Ronda's request. Yeah. Did he get fired yet? I hope so. He's on that fucking Teddy Hart show. Is he, was he on it? He's I a, he, yep. I noticed the Bucks were on it. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh, that Ridgefield Park one. No. Oh, 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 I thought you were still talking about the documentary. No, no they were no, showing no. in the background like they had oh, a wrestling show. Yeah, the Bucks no, the were, Bucks were there. No, the uh the the Ridgefield Park I, I did see show. That. Yeah. Kendrick is on that with Gary Wolf and whoever else. Yeah. So yuck. But um yeah, so Survivor Series War Games. Yes. Did you watch the Ozzy Osbourne intro? I and watched shit? from the very beginning. When I started Good fast for Ozzy. I started to fast forward and I saw that the women's was on first, so then yeah. I went all the way back to the beginning and not missed anything. Yeah, so women's war games. Yes. Uh you had Team Bel Air of yep. Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> why am I forgetting already? Asuka, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss. Yep. Um Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. Meechin. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Meechin. And the returning Becky Lynch. Yes. Against Damage Control. Mm-hmm. So you had Bailey, Yo, Sky, uh-huh. Dakota Kai. King Coda of War Games, yes. Um Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. And Rhea. And oh yeah. fucking Rhea Ripley. Uh, the the Bianca team I feel unfairly stacked. In this in this match, you would think so, right? Yeah. Um, except for there's one weak link on that team. I, I I'm glad you're saying because I was going to bring it up. Who would that be, DJ? Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, did not belong in there. No. Uh, showed that she did not belong in there when she was in the ring. Just outclassed. Um, this. So, like, first off, Bianca Belair is. An absolute star. Sure. Star. Yeah. Uh, uh, everything that Jade, they want Jade to be is what Bianca is. Uh, and the comparison is because of the physique, because they're both these super athletes, very like the two women that if you saw them in public, you'd be like, what the fuck do those women do? Um, and that's, you know, Bianca has everything. The crowd goes crazy. She connects with the crowd. She's really good in the ring. Uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that team is so unfairly stacked to me, uh, but I appreciate commentary saying King Coda of War Games having the the sort of the the experience that she does. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, in it, um, I got like oddly emotional watching this. Uh, like I didn't cry. Did you get the chills? But like, no, not the chills either. But like, like just something in my in my belly because I realized like when we started this show. These were the people we loved talking about the oh, most. There was the NXT Women's Division. You know? Most of them. Right. And we said, like, this was, we used to say all the time, it's the best division in wrestling, not the best women's division in wrestling. The best division in wrestling was that, like, three to six month window of NXT. And, like, Becky was beyond that, and Bianca was in it for a tiny bit before she yeah. went up. But, like, so I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, these are the WWE wrestlers that I've been the most engaged in in probably the last 10 years. Sure. So I'm like, and they're in a War Games match, and it's such a prominent spot, uh, and they fucking crushed it. Yeah, I thought the match was really good. I really liked this War Games. I will never like, uh, all the way like a War Games that doesn't have a fucking top on the cage. Sure. I get they want to climb up and do the spots, yeah, do and the I appreciate spots, it. Yeah. Um, but I just it just looks weird to me. It doesn't look like a War Games, and they're like, you know, you can't escape, you're disqualified. Uh, the other link 
or the other weak link on the other side is Nikki Cross. Uh, I just, I poor. I'm sure she's a nice lady. Uh, but like the crazy, I run my fingers through my hair thing doesn't work. Yeah, um, you know, not my not my thing. Like not that the Nikki superhero thing worked either. Um, but like she's just like I don't know, man. It just doesn't quite work. Uh, I don't think she's a bad wrestler, but I don't think she's necessarily a good one either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think she has the connection. Um, so I think if you had pulled those two out of it, like you would have two absolute banger teams. Sure. Um, and uh, but yeah, I I thought they really killed it. I thought Nikki's dive off the top was really cool. Uh, she almost drug got dropped on her head. That was, it was very close. It was very close. Um. But and also the one thing that that uh, Becky Lynch comes in as the last entrant, and they close the gate, and Corey Graves says, "And now war games." And I was like, "How dare you?" So it's, it's the match beyond. Yeah. Um. When Becky came in, yeah. Shit, I thought picked up big time yeah, for sure. Um, she was throwing some vicious forearms at Bailey. Yeah, and it was awesome. And seeing Becky back in the ring, like imagine her first match just being War Games, right? <laughs> and her jumping off the top of the oh, cage. That's her first match back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because on SmackDown right. they announced yeah. her as the mystery. That's uh, crazy. Partner. Um, in old War Games, what was the interval in between? Um, I think it was probably like the, yeah, the five minutes with one and two, and then three and three. Okay, I, th- I think so. three minutes felt a little long here. Um. Especially because for how much longer it went after the match beyond. Yeah, it's tough because your traditional war games, the match beyond doesn't go long because everybody's right. Everybody's dead. worn out, and then you choke out JJ Dillon, and you yeah. the match and, is and over. In this uh, like NXT era war games, yeah, right. You're gonna you need your right. I, you have to adjust big to spot that they're it's a new kind of war games. It's not yeah. what it was. I'm surprised Bianca Belair did not blow her knee out on yeah. that EO moonsault. Yeah, I thought. She just yeah shattered it into pieces. Yeah. Thankfully, she's fine. Eo's Eo's really good. Eo's awesome. When it came, when Eo and Oscar squared off, uh-huh. I was like, "Give me right. this for three hours." Uh, kudos also to Rhea. Um, Woof! And I, uh, not for the reason that you're just making the noise about. So I hope that they understand their wrestling as a company and keep this going forward. But Rhea got black misted in the face and was not back in that match. Uh, black mist blinds you. So when we see Rhea on TV, she uh, wrestled the next night. On did Raw. she? Yeah. Oh, she should be, she's supposed to be blind for an extended I period agree. of time. I agree. Uh, 100%. But I'll take it in modern wrestling. She at least did not even do anything else in that match. She was done. She laid on in on like outside the ropes up against the cage, like screaming, trying to get it out of her eyes for like 10 minutes. And that's the right way. Black Mist is special. Look up your Mist code. Uh, it's super important to wrestling. I'll always be a stickler. And I appreciate that she left that. I also appreciated her doing pull-ups in the cage while Crazy. waiting. Right. Yeah. Rhea. Crazy. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, she does the... She has the things that I don't... Uh, the, these these are... It's a bit of a gimmick. It is. Uh, 100%. The, uh, the, the leg straps right under the... It's a gimmick. It makes it look like you got a little bit more than you do. Uh, a lot of women wrestlers do it. It's real popular right now, uh, and it's fine. But you know, Not some bad. you know some some wrestlers don't need that extra gimmick, if you will. Looking at you, Bailey. Uh, looking at you, uh, Kira Hogan. Uh, Tony Storm. <laughs> Tony Storm. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but I thought this was really good. I did too. I thought uh, it was really good. I thought it was just fun chaos. Uh, you know, some good spots. Got the K, got the brutality. Not that it doesn't mean that because Rio was there. But, like, the the brutalness of a War Games match was definitely shown here. All the weapons coming in. When Bianca breaks the kendo stick over her knee. Yeah, she pulls a fucking Bojax. Right. Um, I, I just, I really like that. Uh, I enjoyed this match. I think it may be a little too long in the match beyond, but that's just me adjusting to what new wrestling is. Um, but just watching, again, uh, watching these these women wrestle and how much I love them and how good they all are. Uh, and Ashka was was gone from that mix when we were watching. So, like, you know, we Aliyah's not in this, but Ashka is, and we're all good. Uh, that's a definite <laughs> improvement. Um, you know, and, like, we saw the build. We were there for the kickoff to it with Io and Ashka screaming at each other, which was huge. And then they got their little time to shine. And I just love watching them. Uh, and it is it is a large group of, uh, again, uh, I don't want to be too greasy, but a, a group of attractive women who are wrestling their asses off is really great uh, because I remember the era where they would, where this would be a five on five, like bikini mud match. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't even be a match. It's just kind of a, fu- right. like a pillow fight, right. you know? Uh, so I just, I, I love, I love these women. I love these wrestlers. Uh, and I, I just sort of, again, I'm not, I don't have anything to do with them at all. They're not, I'm not involved in any way, but like, just like proud that like they're given the shot that they all deserved, especially Coda. Because Coda took a long fucking time. Yeah, Coda was released. And yes, right. And Coda has arguably the best modern war, like the 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 WWE War Games moment of her turning on uh, Tegan Tegan uh, Knox. The best is the best War Games moment they've done since they brought him back. Uh, so just to see her there uh, and just mixed with everybody who I think are all pretty super talented. And again, we give Alexa shit and Nikki Cross, but. They're not terrible. They're just a little outclass in this, yeah. you know, in the in the match with where it's just all legit superstars. They're a little, you know. Yeah, so. I, I did enjoy it. Um, the rest of the card, like the undercard, I'll yeah. say, uh, Finn and AJ was like kind of disappointing. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, they had the spot right after the War Games match. Yeah, well, it's hard to. Follow. I don't know. It just yeah, something didn't click for me. Okay. Um. Shotzi and Ronda was just fucking yeah. hell on. It just was terrible. Just actively bad, stunk out loud. Yeah. Please don't ever do that again. Uh, the triple threat for the U.S. title, though, I will say it was fucking really good. Yeah. Seth Rollins, Lashley, and Austin Theory. It was. And Theory won, right? Yeah. Got, so. Yeah. And Triple H, I watched the pros, uh, press conference they did. Trips kind of like alluded to that. He goes, oh, for a guy whose career was dead in the water a couple weeks ago. Hmm. All mm, right. Right. Uh, it's it's almost as if they had a different story for him and had to get the old one out of the way first. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and even like Austin Theory is never going to be my guy. He has a different like kind of more yeah. serious character now, which mm-hmm. hey, that's good. Yeah. Um, but the men's war game match, yeah, the bloodline mm-hmm. against the brawling brutes, yeah, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Uh, so talk about uh, a lopsided team. Uh, the Bloodline team <laughs> is so much more powerful than than the Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll just say it up front. I didn't like this as much as the women's. Mm. Uh, the women's was better. I think the the women had a better chemistry. Uh, did more stuff. I still liked the men's war game match. Um, but the Brawling Brutes is a silly name full of silly boys. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Um, the stuff with the Bloodline. 
the 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 best stuff in any of them is the Sammy storytelling. Individually pulling out separate like individual character moments and stuff, the Sammy stuff is the best stuff that I've seen. Uh, but I, the match as a whole, I like the women's better. Uh, just because I don't. While the women's match, they were they were all it's pretty. Like I said it was uneven, but like they built that story and they're equals and they're like all the wrestlers there are of equal standing. Bailey's been champion. Becky's there. Bianca like Oshka's champ. Like there's a lot of people there. This is Alexa right. Champ. This is dominant Roman Rhea. Reigns and his faction. Yeah, against uh, barroom brawlers that like I I like Rich Holland isn't good. No, he's he's not. Um. Sheamus has had a nice career resurrection this year. Yeah, right. And I know? like Sheamus, but there's even a part in this match where Ridge almost drops Jay Uso, like power slam-ish kind of thing, and he stumbles and almost dumps him on his head. And Corey Graves on commentary says, uh, what you get out of Ridge Holland isn't pretty, but it's going <laughs> to hurt. And I was like, yeah, tell Big E. Like, uh, he's just not good. Uh, you know, and like Butch is fine, but like I, I see him as Butch, and I'm like, this is silly, stupid, and like I, you can still see that the that the life is out of Pete Dunne's eyes playing this character. It's back a little bit, yeah, but it's still not right. fully Pete Dunne. Um, so I, I I still think it's widely dumb. Um, but the the Sammy Ko stuff is great. Uh, Roman sitting in the cage when when Jimmy goes to save his brother, he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, and sends Sammy. That dude, when that happened, yeah. I. I like gasped. Yeah, that was such a cool moment of him doing that. Because did you see anything like any lead up to this at all? Mm-hmm. With like the night before, like Sammy and Owens talking outside the room, and yeah. Jay Uso was listening mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, uh, I thought that shit was so good. Well, I thought the backstage, uh, like Roman and Sammy thing on the pay per view yeah. was awesome. It, it's really great. It, it's arguably the best wrestling storytelling happening right now. Oh, no, I don't um, even think arguably. It's it's long-term, especially in this, because we know Sammy and KO's history, and in the match, he's like, this is your family, really? This is your family? Uh, so we know that history, and that's been such a long-term thing, and we used to roll our eyes. I'd be like, oh, Sammy and, and Owens, again, because they can't figure out anything else to do with them. Uh, I think this is some of the best stuff. I think, it's, I think this is like legendary wrestling writing. 100%. Uh, this storyline has been, it's just almost perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I was listening to Tim and Marcus on um, Viewer's Choice. Yeah. And they both made very good points that is this the peak of the bloodline now? Mm-hmm. And is it all downhill from here? So, you know, how, yeah. how's it going to unravel now? Right. So Sammy got approval of everybody. So there's nothing else he needs. So you know, the story like, has to come down. He got the approval of Jay. Yeah. And it's like, but at the end where Roman was just looking at him. Uh-huh. You know, like, hmm, do I trust you or, or don't yeah. I trust you? You know, it's right. like, oh, it's so fucking good, yeah. man. Uh, Again, I, I, they won't. But to me, the ultimate end of this story is Sammy beating Roman. You would think, right? Uh, I, I, I think they're going to do Cody and just piss this off on some other, piss this away on some other show. Uh, and then Mania will be, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll probably wind this down to the Rumble or something. Uh, and then, and then Mania will be Cody winning the Rumble, uh, and, and beating Roman at Mania. It's going to be interesting because you do have the Rumble coming up. Yeah. There's no pay-per-views in between. Yeah. Um, the Rumble's the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. No Mm -hmm. December pay-per-view. 
And that Elimination Chamber is in Montreal. Okay. And the big talk is it's going to be Owens versus Roman in Montreal. Okay. Which that place will be ballistic. Right. Because that's that's hometown boy Owens, you right. know? Um, so I'm just – it is one of those things where I'm just along for the fucking ride. Dude. Right. I, it's so good. Like every yeah. single thing is good. Even on Raw the next night, uh, they had a thing where Sammy was in the ring with the Usos and Solo – and Owens came out, and he's like, Sammy, he's like, I'm actually kind of proud of you for doing this, yeah. and like, I'm happy that you found something, and you know, he said, he goes, I just, I actually, I just don't want anything to do with you, because mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a room with you, I don't want to be in a car with you, I don't want to be your friend, I don't want to fight you. Yeah. He goes, I just, I'm actually, I'm just done with you. Okay. And Sammy was kind of like the same thing back, he goes, I'm done with you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is that going to come back around to them, like, reconciling? And, yeah. Like, are they going to beat the Usos for the tag? Like, are they going to be the ones to beat the Usos? Right. Like, you know? Um, there's so much that could happen. There is. And I'm so invested. Yeah. It's, oh, it's I'll, everything I'll is so what, good. Uh, it, you know, I, even though we, I don't watch it, I I still record Raw. I never took Raw and SmackDown off of my DVR. Uh, and I might start doing the old fast forward. You, I'm, do, um, even just for the bloodline, right? Segments. Just for the bloodline, and stuff. of course for the, the for the LA Knight Bray Wyatt. Bill. Well, I did watch that <laughs> clip online where he got where he, uh, he pie faced or got the got the old slap twice on Bray. Oh boy! Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I, it's really it's it's the best WWE storyline in a long longer than anybody's probably want to actually admit. Yeah, um, the long dude. The, this is it's long term storytelling. Yeah. Uh, and it's really good. And Roman has come into his own and is this sort of amazing uh, figurehead for the company, you know. Uh, and uh, it'd be interesting, too, when he loses that belt, you know, he might dip his toes in Hollywood like he's wanted to. And he don't have to be there after this. This no. is this is a legendary run. Uh, this is, you know, he can he can walk off in the sunset and become an occasional attraction if he wanted to. Which I think would be kind of smart. Yeah. I, I think that'd be yeah, very smart. I think so. I, I, I don't think you achieve this again in your career. I think no. if he stayed around, he'd have the belt a bunch more times. This but is the height right, right now, But though. you don't achieve this, especially in modern wrestling, this much investment and time and length of a storyline that's this good and quality for as long as it is. Uh, I don't, you, don't, you don't achieve that again. It's a once-in-a-run kind of thing, and he's been there a long time. You know, 2011 when The Shield debuted? Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Right. So, like, you know, that's a good run. I'm not saying he'll be done, but I'm saying he can start splitting his time because he's a handsome fucking dude. Sure and is. And can, uh, can get out there and, and, you know, I don't know if he's a good actor. Who the hell knows? But, he, you know, he's got connections. He's a handsome man. So, uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so invested with the bloodline right yeah. now. Everything they do, I'm just, I love every little, yeah. like, turn we do. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. Uh, I like you said. I haven't been investing in something yeah. in WWE like in a long time. Yeah, yeah it, it's, and it's cool. I like that. It's certainly interesting, and you know, and I I do like the women wrestlers. I'll, maybe I'll see what they're doing, but the bloodline stuff. I definitely like am more interested in it falling apart than I was at building because I even when the, the the when the day is done, as great as I think Roman is, and how great I think the bloodline is, I like Sammy better than all of them. Sure. Uh, so like, I want to see what they, what they actually do with Sammy, because this is also the potential to make Sammy a primetime player for the rest of his career. And he's been there and he's a star and he's been in the company a long time and he has great runs, right? But this is, this is your chance to make him a world champ and, uh, like cement him as 
the dude who's always going to be in that picture. He will never drop out of that top of the card if you do this right. Yeah. If if you bury him and it doesn't come pull it, you don't pull it off the right way and don't book him strong enough, he'll just be back to being skanking funny Sammy. Uh, but this this could work, and it's really interesting to see. They got they got a bunch of different things they can do, and don't fucking drop it for a for a, a one off like Rock versus Roman. What a, Mania what a thing. year for Sammy. Yeah. Started out with like the Johnny Knoxville stuff at Mania, which was great, and it was fantastic. Yeah. And now in the, like transition to this, he was doing like the Jake Paul stuff or what? I mean, just yeah. man, right. what a fucking year he's yep, had for sure. Um, that's for all sure. I had in WWE land. Ooh. Moving on, yes, all elite wrestling, yes, because this is all that we watched this week. This is it. Uh, I'm hey, listen. I'm above expectations here. I watched some more. Hey, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Rampage. That's what I do everything for. Is your Rampage. Approval. You you, for, you uh, remember to watch it? This I watched week? it like half live because it was on early. Proud it was on before my bedtime. Yeah, it was on four o'clock in the afternoon. Right on Something Friday. Like that. Uh, FTR Top Flight. Mm-hmm. Thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Good I clash think, of styles. Yeah, I think Top Flight as a whole, and I've probably said this before because I'm an old curmudgeon uh, who likes a different kind of wrestling. I need to slow it down a little bit. Um. I think they're young. They get ahead of themselves. Uh, and, again, they, they get a little too fast and they got to stutter step and wait for the old men they're wrestling to catch up. So just if you just step it back a little bit, you do a little bit of a favor for your opponent and you can think through stuff and you're a little more solid on your feet. Um, but uh, I, I get a technical versus high flyers was really cool dynamic. There is a thing that I noticed here that Dante does that is a huge wrestling pet peeve for me. And I saw oh, him boy. do it very obviously in this match. And and it's not what Dax does and crawls up CM Punk's and, and Jim Cornette's ass on Twitter. You leave him alone. Uh, you wonder why he, they're not getting booked on TV when they're p- actively trying to piss off the fucking idiot bookers there. But anyway, uh, it's not that. Uh, take FTR over those I absolutely would too, but you got to play politics. It's wrestling. No, you don't. Um, You're done. Done playing politics. So Dante does this thing. I'm going to tell you what when he does it and see if you know what I'm talking about. He does it uh, during a pin when he's pinning someone at a two count. I have no idea. He lets go if it's not the oh, finish. Okay. When it, when if it's not the finish, he'll like actually stand up, like or he'll he'll drop the leg or he'll push himself away before the guy kicks out because he knows it's not the finish. And I'm like, let the guy kick out. It's wrestling. It's up to the guy being pinned to kick out. I know that that might be an old school fucking rule. Sure. You know, you don't want any referee to fuck on you. I understand <laughs> that. But <laughs> Where is that referee? <laughs> but he does that and it's just it's just one of those things. And maybe most people don't notice it. I don't know. But like he did it a bunch in this matches when it every time it, I knew it wasn't the finish because before the guy kicked out, he would just let up or actively push away and i'm like oh man like it's just such a little thing it is. but like you should be convincing me every time that that pin is going to be the end i get that it's, a, it's it's a dumb pet peeve i'm not saying it ruins the match it's just a little wrestling pet peeve that bothers me let the guy in the bottom kick out if he ain't paying attention that's on fucking him yeah so i agree yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah the only other thing from rampage noteworthy to me mm-hmm. um was the uh turn of 10 yeah, at the end of the show. Preston Vance. Uh, just disappointing a small child on national television. How dare he? Yeah, uh, it, it seems to be, I, I mean, I would guess the, the final true breakup of the Dark Order, right? 
because uh, it's only three people now. Yeah, and it's negative only, one. Yeah, uh, Uno isn't on TV that much. I know Uno has a lot of backstage and does the video game stuff and the YouTube things. Uh, and it's just even the Beaver Boys. And I think they're good enough tag. I mean, you can always roll them back out as a trios, but I think that I think they're just a a, a much looser unit now. Yeah, you know, I think even if you wanted to, you could do Hangman and the Beaver Boys coming down the road. Maybe who knows? Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I, it's probably sadly it's the right call for sure. Uh, yeah, you know, not necessarily Vance turning. I don't think he's going to be much. Uh, but Andrade had surgery. That's, I guess that's kind of why we haven't seen so him. Remember that match where he hurt his arm? Yeah, he t- he tore his bicep in that right. match. So it wasn't his shoulder. Okay, the bicep. So that's fan. why we haven't seen him. So everybody was like, "Oh, you're not booking Andrade right." Well, <laughs> uh, maybe there's something else going on that AEW doesn't want you to fucking know about because they don't let injury shit out. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I. You know. It, 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 sadly, I think the right call. I think unfortunately, bittersweet. It's the right call. Uh, it's l- time. Let's see what Vance can do outside of a mask. He's not a bad-looking dude. He's got a good build, uh, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't think the, the I don't think Silver and Reynolds are going anywhere. I think they're no. they're talented guys, and the fans are behind them. Uh, but poor negative one broke my heart. Bro- just kill breaking that kid's heart. They made a mistake in the town. They made a mistake not showing the replay of it on. Dynamite. Yeah, I think so. Too. You should have shown the replay, even yeah. if it's like a, you have like a promo voiceover mm-hmm. from Preston Vance. Yeah, made a mistake. Yeah, that's a good point. That's I a didn't big think moment. That. It is a big moment. I didn't think you about know? that, but that's it's an original AEW faction. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's an emotional. It's it's built a still built around a very an emotional thing with a with a, a great wrestler. Like it, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Should have capitalized on. It. Um, we did get uh. Finding out that if Claudio loses to Jericho at Final Battle, oh, he joins yeah, the JAS, yeah. which is what's going to happen. We'll um, see. <laughs> we get a Tony Storm promo where her nose is real broke. Poor Tony Not Storm. Ruby Soho broke, as we'll see on Dynamite, but real broke. Uh, Sheeta, Queen Amanada was fine. Yeah. And uh, Darby Anthony Henry is just your basic Darby match. It's nothing. I don't know what, what the deal is with Darby. I think they can't figure it out. There's not anything good for him. Uh, and he's still super popular, and it's good to have him out on TV. But I think they're just going to let him toil until after January first, yeah. like after yeah, they do the Noah stuff. The the thing about Darby that's interesting, and it's probably an unpopular opinion, but like he really does just do the same match over and over again. And as a young guy, I think you should be doing a little bit more. And like I don't know how much longer we can believe the guy comes out and gets pushed on TV and shown every week who just constantly fights from underneath. Yeah. It's, you know, like it, it's, you know, it, it's worked. But underdog stories work. Mikey Whipwreck is one of the best underdog stories That's there ever true. was, but that wasn't two years of wrestling programming. Yeah. I mean, so, he had the TNT title. Yeah. He, he had a nice run with it. He so, did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, as we learned for AEW this week, there were certain plans that were supposed to happen of, uh, Big Stoke, right? Was handpicked by handpicked and said, "I want to work right. with him." And then, right, and that, all and that's the, why everything's gone to shit. And that's why <laughs> seemingly the firm is just twisting in the wind because they're literally twisting in the wind, yeah, because of somebody's fucking baby ego. Um, yeah, I agree. Because of the Bucks' baby ego, you're right. You know what, though, to bring that on too, I'm still not completely convinced that that Punk is actually gone. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll it, see. It'll be weird. We, we talked about the this earlier. The verbiage that people are, have been using yeah. in interviews and stuff like, oh, someone who's no longer with the company. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll see. Right. I don't know. It, it, we talked about this off uh, off air, and I'll talk about it here. 
AEW is in a very interesting place because they've had enough shit happen that has been real and hasn't been. So, like, sadly, the Brody stuff, right? Everybody wasn't sure what to think of that, and it ended up being this horrible tragedy, right? Uh, that's going to hang – that hangs over the company, hangs over Dark Order. They handled it great, and it's sort Absolutely. of the thing that brought Punk in was how good they handled it, right? But it's a thing where they didn't say anything about it because they shouldn't, but wrestling fans are clamoring for something because they're all annoying, right? And – uh, so you get that, and then there's some other little things here and there, and you get the Andrade thing where he, whoa, you're not booking Andrade, right? Well, he tore his bicep, but they're not going to tell you about that, right? And you get the punk thing that is very, very in your face, a big fucking blow up, and we don't know exactly what happened backstage, but there was a fight. Clearly, Kenny Omega had a fucking bite mark on his arm, but we don't, we don't know everything, right? And there's no news on 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 Punk's contract officially because they don't need to tell anybody no, that shit, right? No, it's nobody's you business. Know, WWE is a publicly traded company. They have to be a little more transparent with this shit. So that's a whole interesting thing. And then, so like, fans don't know what to think. I like not knowing. Right, I like too. <laughs> so like, and then the Bucks come back and you're like, well, Punk's gone, but the Bucks and Kenny come back and they make fun of him. Or <clears throat> they bring him up in an interview or they do this stuff and like, you know, everything's sort of wrapped around this and that and the other thing and you get... uh storylines that you're not sure are true and the Jeff Hardy stuff and like they've had enough actual real shit that's happened behind the stage that they keep tight-lipped on as they should um, that the fans can't actually figure out what the fuck is going on. They can think they know and there's plenty of wrestling people out there that will write a million articles. There's one fucking Facebook page and I forget the name of it and they have the worst goddamn takes ever and it's I like, It's it. like you get those like sp- not sponsored as what we yeah. recommended yeah. posts. Yeah, like I get those re- Wrestling sometimes. News World or some yeah, stupid shit. Something and they're weird. always the worst fucking takes and it's always like uh, Jimmy Jam says and it's like Jesus Christ, just shut the fuck up. Um, but like you don't know, it, they're keeping you guessing because they're able because because of stuff like CM Punk and uh, and this Regal stuff that we'll talk about. Because they're not telling you when it's real behind the scenes, also because they don't have they don't have to. If you set shit up on TV well enough, you can also convince people that shit's real. Yeah. And wrestling hasn't had that in so long that it drives people bananas. All these wrestling sites and all these people with agendas and these wrestling journalists and all want to know. And Meltzer comes out and says, I've been told more off the record, but I can't say it here. And you know these people are leaking everywhere. And it's really interesting because nobody's reliable. Yeah. So, like, if they run stuff properly on TV... They can really fuck with people and con- and and convince people that there's a that that there that this is real and this isn't and so on and so forth. And like everybody thought Andrade was going, everybody thought Malachi was going, everybody you know like all of this shit everybody thought was real. And whether it wasn't, everybody thought the MJF thing was real. And depending on who you believe, it was it was a shoot that became a work or it was a work the whole time. You work yourself into a shoot. Whatever it happens, HH. Whatever it happens to be, they're in a really interesting wrestling space. And I love it. I agree. Because I don't fucking know, man. I have no idea. And it's super interesting. So, like, that's why I'm reluctant to say anything. That Punk's not in the fucking thing. Or, you know, not there anymore. Or that he's not going to come back. Or that they came to an agreement because he's going to be out for so long. That he's not contracted. He can go do other stuff. And then he's in cage fighting shit. Making fun of saying, you don't want me in your locker room. It's like, are they just going to quietly let the contract end? Right. Who knows? Right. Who knows? It's really, really cool, um, and maybe maybe none of this is real, and, and all of it's backstage is real, and we're just I'm just a gullible fucking moron. I don't know, but if wrestling could make me a gullible moron again, 
I'm good. Let's I, do it. I agree. In this so, day and age, that's what we need. AEW is in a really interesting space for professional wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh, from that certain angle. Yes. Uh, let's move to Dynamite. Dynamite. So, Where's, kicked it off oh, with, okay, with the Mox promo. I lost my notes. I, I watched Teddy Hart in between, so I, I lost my notes here, but I'm good. It's here. Yeah, the Mox promo yeah. just, you know, kind of saying nobody could fuck with me, basically. Uh, but let Mox go home. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't wrestled it since the pay-per-view, right. which is nice. Right. Give him and, a bit and, of a break. And I love seeing him. Let the man go on his vacation. I agree. You know, and maybe he doesn't need it because his wife's also there every week. But let them go yeah, on He may vacation. not want it now. He may not want it now. Right. Take va- a vacation during, during the week. True. That's, That's true. fine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, can't, go, the, can't go fishing, though. With, what's his name? They're supposed who? to have like six weeks off or whatever. Who's supposed Ego, to go Anthony, whatever. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. vacation plan. But yeah. anyway, yes. Um, so, yeah, you get the return of Hangman. Yeah. Hangman comes out and just fucking laced Moxley with sure a right did. hand. And yes. I love the brawl that happened. Uh, it was fun. It was chaotic, which is what brawls are supposed to be. Maybe, yeah. Maybe my favorite moment of the whole night is when Mox says, oh, you want what happened to you last time? Oh, you don't remember what happened last time. Uh-huh. And that's when Hangman goes nuts. I was yeah. like, oh, man. Uh, clearly, the the hangman rehab run here. Sure, I think he lost a little bit. I think he's one of the guys that came out of a punk feud worse than he was going in. Oh, because he's an empty headed dumb fuck. Right. <laughs> so this is the this is this is the hangman rehab. I think everybody sort of thought that maybe he'd be paired up with the elite because he sort of said, you know, my friends disappeared, and then those promos started running. Uh, but I think you know him. Mox is a is a top of the card, no title needed feud. Yeah. Um, and I and I like it. Revenge. That's all. right. And I like it. And it's 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 the Hangman Rehab Tour. So I'm I'm interested. Yeah, but I did like the fight, and I like the fight even spilling backstage like a couple seconds uh, later. So that I loved that. Yeah. That's uh, that's after even a match and everything. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that would happen because that is classic wrestling TV. Yep. And you know, I I don't want to give credit, but like with the whole roster back, these shows are a little tighter and feel a little bit more like a real wrestling show. Sure. Uh, and, you know, growing up, and that's always my frame of reference, where I'm an old man, but, like, when you would see a brawl happen in the ring, sometimes it would cut in and out through the whole show. Absolutely. And the fact that they cut back to it, and I was like, that's awesome. I'm so That feels like pro wrestling. Yeah. It feels like what a brawl is supposed to feel it's like. It's a very old school right. wrestling feel. And it, it just, it's, it's what it's supposed to do, and I'm really happy they did it. Yeah, I agree. Something else I'm really happy that they did. Yes. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was fucking incredible. Oh, that was a great match. Uh, both so, guys are just having banger years. The, the slingshot powerbomb into the sharpshooter was a hell of a combo, hell yeah. of a transition. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think on paper this match was exactly what they gave us, and it was really fucking good. I, yeah. I, I didn't think anybody expected anything less, right? Yeah, first time they ever wrestled. Yeah. You know, yeah. and... I like Dax last week, or it was on Rampage, where he said, yeah. I want one more thing this year. I've had a hell of a year, best year right. of my career. Give me this. Right. You know, and, and it was could great. sort of lean into them leaving. And they said, you know, I guess they did an interview and said, like, they thinking maybe take a year off and just do the indies because they like connecting there and, like, sign me up. I'll, sh- I'll go come come to come to Ridgefield Park. I know a promotion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as seen on TNT. Maybe uh, we'll go down to Hamburg. But, um... You know, like, that'd be really cool. I don't want them to go. I like them here. 
Uh, but if you wanted to read into it, you can certainly read into it that he's like, listen, I'm, I'm we're not going to be here next year. Can I wrestle the people I want to wrestle before I'm done sure. and they're done? Yeah. And they're also older guys. They're not the youngest dudes in the world. No, so, they're not. And you know. it's fun to have these matches while you can. Right. You know. Right. But I thought it was a fake. I love the fake yeah. out handshake at the end. Yes. Going back to give him the hug. That was a really mm-hmm. nice moment. Too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next I have is Samoa Joe versus AR Fox. Uh, well, we got... Stark's announcing that he's coming for MJF, which um, seems to be MJF's first main feud. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. So that's going to be his first we, we thing. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen, right. Um, the brawl comes back. Uh, before the Samoa Joe thing, though, probably maybe my second favorite little snuck in there comment uh, in it is this is the Renee sit-down with the Jericho Appreciation Society okay. and the Blackpool Combat Club. And... Uh, Claudio's like, We're, I'm sick of this, I'm sick of that, and whatever. And Cool Hand Angelo Parker uh, says, hey, maybe you quit and become a Swiss banker. Uh, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, he snuck that in there. And I was like, oh, my God, Swiss money holding. Uh, yeah. And they made it official for the ROH pay-per-view, yeah. Garcia Yuta, for the pure right. title again. Yeah, the three, right, third time, I guess, yeah, technically. Only, this is only the uh, second match announced for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Great. Which is in next week. Saturday. Weird. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but I like that little line, little throwback cause you know, the 3.0, 2.0 were there sure. the whole time. So I, I, I popped for that. So he, he snuck it in there underneath, underneath his breath in the microphone a little bit. And I thought that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Now we have Joe A.R. Fox. Yeah. That was, A.R. That was Fox fun. signed. Official. Is, yeah. Yep. He's officially all elite. I thought this was a good matchup for Joe. I did too. A different, that high flyer kind of yeah. guy, but who could still strike a little mm-hmm. bit with you. Um, yeah. Samojo still got it. Right. AR looks, AR my, looks really good. My man good. never lost it. No, never lost yeah, Never lost it. Um, AR looks really good, uh, in this match. But Joe, I mean, you knew Joe where this was going, but it's a, it's a nice difference because Joe is so often, and not that I'm complaining, so often paired up with beefy boys so they can hit, kick the shit out of each other. It's nice to see him sort of get on the ropes a little bit by a faster high flyer. Sure. And then eventually kick the shit out of him. Yeah, Muscle Buster Jones. Right. Um, and then afterwards, Wardlow, or <laughs> he calls himself the king of television. The one true king of television. Which made me very happy. Yes. And then Wardlow's coming for you, dog. Yeah. I know Wardlow tried to blame Samoa Joe for coming up with Ward Joe. He did. He goes, yeah, yeah like your last yeah, great nickname. Listen, Wardlow. We, that that was not Samoa Joe's idea. That no. was your your name's Wardlow. Get the hell out of here. Remember when you got stabbed in the shoulder while I'm you were still escorting Anna J through a dark parking lot? What happened to that open wound? Right? Um, we then, got the Hobbs package after this. Yeah, those are good packages. Uh, yeah. Another thing that felt old school wrestling yep. to me. Yeah, because they ran one on Rampage, too. Right. It, like, like very much like a... It felt a little bit like a like a debut package, like a he's like Hobbs is coming kind of thing. Sure. But I'm fine with it to kind of build him up and get him in there. Yeah. Uh, I like Hobbs. I think he's a great imposing figure. Uh, and so I'm happy to see that. It's another sort of older school thing that I like that they did. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, MJF. Yeah. The MJF promo. Uh, I agree with Tony Schiavone when he uh, says that the the Burberry belt's one of the worst things he's ever seen. Yeah, it's not really anything to like stick out. Oh, I'm not talking about just the belt. <laughs> wah, uh, sorry. Wah. Uh, yeah, the belt. The belt's whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was an MJF promo. I don't listen. I just I thought it went too long. Yes. Um, I love the end of it. I loved I when loved, he th- right. I loved when he turned on Regal. Right. I loved him reciting the Regal's email back to mm-hmm. him, and I love him being like, "What do you think was going to happen? You made a deal with the devil, you know." Right. I thought that was so good, and I right. loved how they hammered home on commentary after Danielson ran out. They go, mm-hmm. 
this little bastard knew Danielson was in the trainer's room. Right. This And he knew Mox was out of the arena. Right. This is why he did it. Yeah. Like, I thought that part of it was like, okay, this fucking rule. Yeah, for sure. Getting there was the problem. Right. <laughs> it was just meandering on and on. Oh, I have the microphone, you idiots, even when they're not really interrupting. Right. Just trying to get some yeah. heat. This is a microphone. I know that's a hard concept. Oh, you're ugly. Like, it's it's the same problems I have with MJF that I've always had with MJF. Is And uh, I think Joe Sposo said, has sort of said it the best, and I'm going to steal that, is he's a guy playing a bad guy wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's not – he doesn't – you know, he's he doesn't, to me, have that believability factor that he's this person at all. You know, when I see Mox, I understand that he's that person. When I see Dragon, he's that person. When I see Eddie Kingston, he's that person. Even Regal. When I see Regal, he's that person. He's yeah. convincing. MJF is a guy playing a role for a wrestling company, and I, I just he just doesn't put it together. And sort of a social media response, a lot of people liked it, but more people than I've seen recently sort of pushing back on like uh, he needs to figure new shit out. You know, like okay, he's same, champ now. Yeah, it's the same trope, right? He's champ now. Let's figure out what else you can come up with because now you're the head of this company. The same old promo isn't going to work. The same old shtick isn't going to work. You are now, you're, you, in old school wrestling terms, you're putting asses in seats. You're the one that people, and he says it in the promo, like, you're going to pay to watch me, you know, I'm only at a pay-per-view because you're going to pay to watch me get beat. Exposed, exposing business a little bit, but, like, he, but he's right. And that's the way it works. Um, but, like, you got to come up with some new stuff because you're the champ now. This is a big deal. This is, you know, maybe it doesn't feel like that, but me as a lifelong wrestling fan, who has the belt's a big deal. And a young guy getting sure. the belt for the first time, Mox, you know, Mox is there. Mox has been a star for a long time. Him getting the belt makes a ton of sense. MJF is still a bit of a prove it kind of thing. Yeah, here I agree. On this role. Yep. So I agree. you gotta you gotta innovate and advance. You don't have to. Plenty of champions have don't. But they they have it once, and you know, like Jinder Mahal was world champ. Well, come on, you know, like and I liked Jinder as champ, but he didn't do anything special. Yeah, and you run that risk. A lot of people thought this spot in the main event should have been flipped. That this should have been the segment to close the show. Kind of leave you with that, like, yeah, that shock value yeah. a little bit. You know, I, 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 yeah, I think so. I think you'd have to find a way to to rain rain. MJF in a little bit and not get him to repeat himself and run a run a little long on the promo. You know, I think he'd I think you'd run the risk of him having to rush at the end and not have it be as impactful. Uh, but I think so, especially because while I like the match at the end, I think it the match ended before the show did, and then we had like mm-hmm. Kenny being able to just be goofy in the ring, which I think is a bit of a misstep. Yeah, that's um, Kenny. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I I can see that. Uh, the other thing about this promo is that he mentions Eddie and how Kingston's never going to be champ and everything. And, like, plant those seeds now and just... Uh, you know what? He mentioned Eddie, he mentioned yeah, Danielson, right. somebody else too, I forget. Yeah. Oh, Stark. Stark, right. Know. But he said, you know, Eddie will never be champion in this company. I'm never going to wrestle and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Eddie, and I, I was saying for a while that Eddie as MJF's first challenger would be really good to legitimize him. Uh, I've changed that in my fantasy book now, and again, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, somebody said it this week. I don't know who was. You can fantasy book as long as you don't fantasy believe. I think it was Howard the Dave. Was it Howard the Dave? Because I thought it was a great line. Yeah, it was a great line. Uh, my fantasy book that I'm not going to fantasy believe yet is that uh, MJF has a couple couple good matches, beats some good quality people. Eddie keeps popping up, and Max keeps refusing. 
Yeah. Not going to cool. do it. Not going to work him. He's not worth it. He's a scumbag. He's a nobody. Yeah. Look how long. I'm I'm 20-something on champ. He's 40-something. This is his first contract. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And he keeps popping up. MJF keeps refusing. And months. Take months and months. Six months. Make sure Mox gets a great little run until he has to face Eddie. And then Eddie beats him for the title. Because it's the it's the best, like people to be across the ring the rich the, the rich the young kid who has everything handed to him who's the rich smug kid who's a piece of shit who's a bad guy who the crowd like is connected to but we're not quite sure versus the dude who is the realest guy who's everybody's immediately connected to who is a real motherfucker who had to claw and scratch for everything yeah. and this is his shot max eddie eddie wins the championship in six to eight months that's my fantasy book right now uh, I just think it'll work. I think it builds Mox as a dirtbag refusing to fight somebody that everybody loves. And he gets such a big fucking pop. And I think it would work. And Eddie doesn't even think that long of a run. Uh, honestly, like, I I want Eddie to have the champ and I want Eddie to have the belt for fucking nine years. Sure. But just Eddie beating Max when you can go six months ago, you can run this promo back and cut that clip out where Max is, he'll never be champion. And just run off of that. Yeah. I really think it could work. So fantasy book and not fantasy believing. Yes, should put that on a. I should put that yeah. on a t-shirt yeah. uh, and pay uh, Howard the day for the rights to I, it. I agree with you on but that. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, the stuff with Regal. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people were kind of confused with this. Sure, like why did he do it? And you know, they go, "Oh, well, he laid out Regal, and the fans cheered, and that wasn't the goal to get him cheered." Right. But it goes. Yeah, but Regal turned on like arguably your biggest, hottest like babyface in the right. company. Right. So of course they're gonna cheer because yeah, hey, fuck you. We you just turned right. on Mo- uh, on Moxley. Right. Like a week ago. Yeah. Um. So it is kind of weird, and of course like the rumors have been going wild for a while now about Regal going back to WWE. Right. Was this your way to get him off? Because he got the stretcher job, the ambulance job. Right. Is he off? Is he gonna come back? I don't know. It- I'm just. I'm here right. for the ride. Well, and that's and it lays into what I was saying before that they're in a really good space where they can do this kind of thing. Yeah. And if he does go back, it's a good send off. It's a respectful send off for a guy who wants to go back where he better paid and more comfortable and whatever. Uh, or it works in this storyline. And I think it's a really good fuel to the fire moment. And just let the fans speculate. You don't have to tell them shit. Yep. I you don't agree. have to know any the the way that you tell them is that wherever Regal shows up next. That's how you know, yeah. and that's how you should know, and that's it. When, yeah, and there was like the video of uh, trips on Saturday put right. on Twitter saying wouldn't be the same without it. And it's just the clips of Regal saying War right. Games, which that adds fuel right. to the fire. You right. know, um, it'll be interesting to see what it happens. Will be. But right. um, what do you know about uh, a man by the name of Remix Jones? <laughs> uh, I heard him mentioned. I understand that he's the man who applies lyrics to everyone's theme so songs. So apparently, on Dark. Uh, according to Excalibur, Remix Jones doesn't work Wednesdays. Yeah, he doesn't work Wednesdays. Um, you know, her name is Willow. Willow. <laughs> I love Taz. Yes. So fucking much. Yeah. Um, Willow versus Anna J. Uh, Anna J's best AEW match. Willow is insanely over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The crowd was behind her the whole yep. time. Big let's go Willow chance, yep. which hey, it's right after kind of like a heavy segment, so mm-hmm. you might expect the crowd to be down a little bit. No, 
Willow yeah. fucking rules. Willow needs to beat Jade for that goddamn Absolutely. belt. She's such a good pairing. Like uh, her music is everything. It, man. It, everything She's works. Perfect. Like they the crowds it, dancing right, and right. shit. Yep. Oh, it's they've so good. nailed it. Uh, you can never turn her. Uh, she's too too likable, uh, too charismatic and magnetic of a personality. I'd uh, say she's this generation's Ricky Steamboat. You might get her confused with Dana. Yeah, you could, you could. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this match ruled. I thought Anna Jay's gory special that she did was gross. Yeah, it looked really good. And the good. doctor bomb was sick as hell for the win. Uh, I honestly, I think this is Anna's. Anna, this is the best Anna looked, and I'm going to give all that credit to Willow because Willow can fucking wrestle. Yeah, Willow fucking rocks for sure. Um, after the match, I, I actually did like this match a lot, and I was not expecting to. Yeah, Willow's amazing. Yes. Um, you get the return of Ruby Soho afterwards yep. in her hometown, which was fucking cool. Oh, it was her hometown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, beats the shit out of Ty Conti. Yes. For for obliterating the nose off of her face. She should have she should have gave her a fucking live round is what she yeah, should have done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, eye for an eye. Good, you know what? Ass, hey. ass for an ass, if you know what I wow. mean. Good for- uh, Japan terms. <laughs> Good for the AEW women's division. They're getting some, some people yeah. back now. Yep. Uh, and they've oh. made some the right additions. Hopefully Statlander's back yeah, soon. hopefully. They made additions by subtraction as well. Please don't ever let uh, Serena Deeb on my fucking television. <coughs> what happened again. to her? Did she get hurt? Um, you got to wonder if Thunder Rose ever comes back, if she's going to get stuck in ROH. Right. You know, yeah. Um, I uh, I, I love saw the, like they're doing with Athena just wrecking right. jobbers left and right. <laughs> I saw I was going through my phone the other. Day, I was taking images off my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, not to Facebook, but yeah. to my computer, and uh, I found my uh, Mel practices all elite graphic, oh, Jesus. and then the where is Mel graphic that I made, and I'm just oh. wondering where is Mel practice. Somewhere where none of us ever have to deal. How with long that of a fucking again? contract did Doctor Luther sign? He still works He's there, right? He's got other shit. That's probably like a Jericho. Hey, you're a friend. Here's a lifetime deal. Yeah. Whatever. All right. If I'm here, you're here. Okay. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah. He just skims off the top of Jericho's contract. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Um, the Jade Cargill celebration? Yeah. Listen. Uh, I, <laughs> Whoa. Listen, Whoa. I want to... Hmm. Huh. I, I want to leave the grease on the Sooner Medium Network to Adam. Right? Okay. Uh, and I don't ever want to seem like I'm reducing a women's wrestler's impact to wrestling in 2022 to their looks. Because we've lived through those eras. Uh, you know, and I talked about it a bit in, during the women's war game, war games match, where, like, all those women can fucking go. Most of those women can go, Alexa. But they're all attractive, and they can fucking wrestle. And Jade, whether she can wrestle is is your personal opinion. She she is slowly getting better. She may have plateaued a little bit. That's not what I'm gonna talk about right now. This look is, and I always say that she's remarkable. Her pay per view gear is always in the, the Jade cosplay, the Chitara she just did. The like was it Jade? No, Katana. She did She Hulk. She Hulk. Katana from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It wasn't Jade from Korra. It was Katana. Like. She always looks really great, and that's part. That's a lot of her appeal because she's not the best in the ring, right? And she gets she has to do energy drink out the company or whatever that she's working for, and she does all the appearances. And we say all the time the old Vince thing, like if I, I want one of my wrestlers walking through an airport and everybody go, "Who the fuck is that? What does that yep. person do?" That's Jade completely. And in this look with the long gray hair, with the 
fucking green fur coat and this bodysuit. And she said about the, the the Chitara thing. I saw an interview. She said no more leotards for her because some fans got a little more than she wanted to give them. Oh, like the it crept yeah. up in places she didn't want it to creep sure. up, and she had to fish it out. Understood. And she wasn't comfortable in that, so she's good. Just she's like shorts or whatever. Sure. Um, but this is a full bodysuit. You can see the 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 seams are hidden by jewels, the necklace, and some wrist cuffs. So it's a full bodysuit. Uh, that matches her skin tone with like money placed very specific places. Strategically. And it is a crazy look that like isn't revealing. You know, all of her all of the sort of the details are a little muted. It's not, you know, it's not like it's attitude era women. It's, you know, it, it, it's it's like classy kind of in a way. Uh, it is an, it's an, such an incredible look that when you look at her, you're like, she is this company. She is the st- one of the biggest stars just by looking like that. It's insane. She just needs to get better at wrestling. And then you're forcing a feud with fucking Little Bow Wow. Right. I'm sorry. Right. This shit sucks. Right. Who, like, who gives a shit? Ugh. Like, you, it, it just reeks of, like, you're just putting her in a feud against the has-been. I'm just, uh, just who cares? And she kicked Kira Hogan out of the out of the baddies, and I thought maybe that was going to lead, like, they needed a new challenger, and Kira Hogan is, like, the best wrestler out of the little group there, so you can do that, but I don't know if they're doing that or not. Who knows? Um, But, like, part of Jade's appeal, and it's a part of professional wrestling, and I'm completely fine with it, is if she looks like that, she can have four-minute matches where she doesn't look great. And everybody fucking forgets about it because yep. she comes out looking like a million bucks. Uh, it's an um, it, it is a fascinating thing to watch, and I welcome it every week. It was an all time or otherwise. It it's all-time an all timer look. Yeah. Again, I I don't want to try and limit or decrease the value of women in modern wrestling because some of my favorite current wrestlers are women wrestlers. My some of my favorite wrestlers to see on the indie shows are the women wrestlers. Jade is a different animal yeah. for 2022 professional wrestling. I agree. She's, she's got it all. Yes. Um, main event time. Oh, main event. Yes. Uh, match number three of Death Triangle, the Elite. Yeah. Um, I'm already sick of it. Oh, wait. What was that acclaimed promo? Like, Billy pretended to be like a drill sergeant? Yeah. And they said they're going to challenge the best tag team in AEW, but they didn't the, mention anything? Then they said, oh, the second best. But then the match graphic for Rampage was just like, Did oh, we hear, we'll hear from, from them? Me. Right? I, okay. I don't know. I, I was expecting some sort of weird, like, they're going to, you know, it's going to be, they're going to be making fun of the ass boys by having, like, you know, do like a Gilbert thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. Death Triangle Elite, you're already sick of it. Sorry I, I for am. I'm fucking tired of it. Okay. I, this is the third match in how many yeah. days? I'm. It's it's just, so you, what, what are we doing? You are getting two weeks off. They're not on next week. Yeah, and then the January match. 4th, they're not on. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you mainly because it's not my kind of wrestling. It's just like. They're, they're not doing uh, anything new. I, I hate the fucking. Me too. And so, and that's the biggest takeaway for me in this one is out of the three that they've done so far, the matches, this one showed the most how the Young Bucks are out of place. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else in this match, in the, uh, you know, the four other people in these matches are such better wrestlers and such better in ring talents than the Bucks that like the Bucks, you can, they, it just reeks of the Bucks forcing themselves into these moments. Yeah. Um, and I, if people like the Bucks, that's fine. I know there's talks of them in New Japan, going back to New Japan for, for Wrestle Kingdom and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how warm and welcome they're going to get over there. Cause it's not dating. very, they were, they were very warmly escorted out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I, I agree. We're going to be seeing it a bunch more. 
Uh, and I like Pack, and I like other people involved. Uh, but I don't know that I need seven, particularly seven week after week after week. It's too much. Um, it's just overload. Yeah. So, uh, and, know, and the other thing too, because it's modern wrestling, they're cowards, and like the bookers are cowards, and they're going to go the full seven. Of course they are. You know, so they like they have to. They have to, right? And like, but they don't have to. They could make it interesting. I would love that. And have you know, like have them tie it up two two, and then. Have Death Triangle win two more, you know, but they're not going to do it. So yeah, I would absolutely love that, but they're yeah. not going to do it. They're it's going to go seven, it. and it's going to they're make me absolutely going to go seven bonkers. But and then the Bucks and Kenny are going to come out with the title. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. it's just too much. It's right. too much. It's just I agree. the same fucking thing. I agree. People complain when WWE would do the same matches right. every goddamn exactly. week. Like, and it's you know a lot of people's worries and our worries and a lot of other people were. When the Bucks and Kenny are back, they're going to be forcing themselves into spots every week. And like you said, they didn't run a, a recap of the 10 stuff, which is a big moment for him and a big moment for the company. They're not recapping a lot of that stuff. You know, there some people who are in programs are being left off TV every week, but the Bucks are on there every fucking moment. They sure And they are. get 20 minutes every time, no matter what. Uh, and it's just sort of, well, we know. Okay, we understand you're obnoxious and you're in charge. Yeah. We get it. We get it. So... Yeah. Um, well, that's I the mean, end of the show. That's all we watch that's uh, this week. Yeah. So next week, there's nothing really popping out like on the schedule for wrestling wise. Nope. So we figured, hey, the December uh, pay per view. I think they officially started making it in December of '91. I want to say. Okay. Um, we're gonna watch some matches from Starcade. Starcade. Starcade's greatest hits. Old WCW Starcade. So. Again, this is the top three rated shows on yes. Cage Match, not because it's right, but because it's easy. Yes. And the best match from each show. Okay. So from Starcade 1996, which was December 29th of 96 in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. we are going to be watching for the WCW World Cruiserweight title slash J-Crown title match, mm-hmm. the Ultimo Dragon going up against Stinko Dean Malenko versus Dino Machino. Stinko Malenko. Second match listed as uh, from NWA Starcade 1988. Ooh, with the tagline "True Grit." Okay, coming to you live from the Norfolk Sculpt in Nor- Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Virginia. Um, we are going to watch the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Stip is that the title can change hands via disqualification. Oh. Ric Flair going yep. up against Lex Luger. Yes, and this is reasonably sized human being Lex Luger, not <laughs> yeah. not quadruple Luger. We got no. a bunch of years later. And then the last one that we are going to watch, this is from WCW Starcade 1992, mm-hmm. Battle Bowl slash the Lethal Lottery. from Come to you live from the Omni in Atlanta, uh-huh. Georgia. This is the finals of the King of Cable Tournament. Okay. Sting versus Big Van Vader. Okay. Uh, if you feel like doing extra credit on this show, you could watch the Battle Bowl Final Battle Royal. Okay. Um, up to you, though. Battle Bowls were always like a weird show. Yeah, sure. You know, like, for example, one of the Battle Bowl qualifying matches is Vader and Dustin Rhodes against Kensuke Sasaki and the Barbarian. Right, of course. Um, as we all predicted. As we all predicted. Right. So, yeah, we're going to watch some some shit from Starcade. Okay. You know, uh, end of the year is coming up. We yeah. have something planned for the end of the year. Oh, right. So, uh, we got a couple shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we got to get a Tenru day in because it is yeah, Tenru we'll, Appreciation Month. Yeah, we'll get a Tenru day. So, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll figure it all out. But, hey, nothing really 
busy this yeah, week, right. so figured we'll low key we'll wrestling. Get some Starcade in. All right. Um, uh, yeah, and nothing really going on the New Japan front. Tag leagues are happening, but nobody's fucking talking yeah, about I it. I haven't watched a single second. So like, uh, you know, uh, maybe like when the finals happen and yeah, shit. Yeah, finals but, like, I'll watch, but you know, eh. there's nobody's nobody's out there telling me. And I don't know if it's because New Japan it sort of doesn't allow clips and gifts and all that shit so much who, anymore. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, once if if people stop ta- start talking about it, I'll watch some shit. But like. Not much. I know like, Aussie opens 4-0 or whatever, but and uh, Rhinoceros is taking over the taking over the juniors. So what I'm letting Taguchi down by not watching any of his stuff. So I might catch some eventually, but we'll see. But it's hard when people aren't talking about it. Yeah. So um, and then the New Year's shows are going to be fucking jammed. Oh yeah, we're There's not so gonna much be able fucking to, yeah, wrestling we're going just on. Be so watching those Noah, for sure. Noah will be back in Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom and, New Year's Dash, right? Whatever the fuck DDT does. Yeah, we'll be we'll be full here. Yeah. Um, did you buy anything this week? No. Okay. No. All right. This is maybe the biggest week I've had in a long time. Okay, go for it. So I made two purchases from uh, Foreign Objects this week. Yes. I bought a Kenta Kobashi, mm-hmm. Char Pro slash Magura House, whatever. Yeah. I already have one, but it's him with the orange yeah. gear. This one is him with the black gear, with the robe, with the two belts. Mm-hmm. Um, the price was killer. It was great so price. Absolutely. That. And the other one I bought was a Lucy. I purchased a Janichiro Tenru. I saw. Char Pro. Very nice. I, one of the I, best ones. I was messaging him, and I was just like, Dude, I haven't really been buying anything because there's just yeah. been nothing popping up that I'm interested in, yeah. or it's just not within my range. And I go, these two are perfect. I yeah. go, I've been looking for a Tenru for a while. Right. Uh, I wanted this Kabashi to give yeah. that kind of Noah era Kabashi. Right. So very happy to add those. I should have yeah. those tomorrow. Did I buy my Inoki after the show last week? That was a, that was a Black Friday deal, I guess. Yeah. Right? Because that was cheap. I think so. I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> I was in the, well, when did we go... For Sush. Saturday. That was, that was Saturday, yeah. Okay, so it just came in Saturday. I think I bought that like Wednesday or whatever. Well, whatever. You bought an Antonio Inoki. I bought an Inoki <laughs> and it was broken in the, on the card and I managed yeah. to get the peg out of the arm, glue it you back in and fixed it. it. So, so I have a cool Antonio yeah. Inoki in the red robe. Yes. Um, today, well, during the week, WWE unveiled a bunch of new figures that are going to be yes. coming out. Today they put up some pre-orders. So from Elite Series 100... I order the Rey Mysterio. Uh, that Rey, I hope it shows up in stores because that's, from what I read, first time with the proper it's WCW Cruiserweight title on a figure. Yes. So, so I bought that and yeah. I purchased the uh, stunning Steve Austin with the red nice. NWA TV title. Yes. So, Didn't he come with that before? No. Didn't so, somebody come with that? No. First In this Elite 100, they all come with belts and it's all first time belts. You know, does Magnum have it in the Power Town line? Maybe, yeah. I think that's what it is. That's probably it. Yeah. Because the stunning Steve Austin that came out was part of the Hollywood Blondes. Right. Came with the WCW yes. tag title. Yes. So, um, yeah. Those, the, steam, the Steamboats didn't have that? What one did Steamboat the, had the TV title. And what's this one? With? Well, there, well, this is the old, like, NWA red TV title. Okay. Steamboat had, like, the gold TV title. Okay. Because, like, the new with the, ye- the yellow or white tights that yeah. just came out, that's yeah. what he had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Steve's awesome. Oh. I just uh, those ringside prices—they're—they're they're climbing up more and more. So I—I yeah, uh, I, I have a hard time justifying your uh, thirty bucks or more. So your, your boy, sure, your boy was opportunity hitting. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus. Sure. Um, so from Elite One Hundred One also went up, mm-hmm. and I pre-ordered a Mister America figure. Good. Not the stupid Chase. Yeah. Which is apparently just different striped pants. 
And thank you to uh, to Vansky yeah. for pointing out, like, hey, Ringside's being very deceptive with this the shit. The mask is different. No. So the mask is different. Yeah. But they didn't. They don't state that on the right. Order. They don't. But the the original is the star on the forehead. Yeah. And the the variant is the American flag no. mask. So no, the original is is going to be the star or the split mask. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure the variant is the star on it. No, I I I, I saw from okay from Mattel proper saying the 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 okay. the chase is going to have the American flag mask. Okay, because the, the, yeah, the original, they don't have that list. Yeah, the so. original. I'm pretty sure is the star. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to find it yeah. for you. But I don't know if it was Mr. McKenna or somebody said yeah. it. Yeah. But it's Mr. America. Right. I needed Mr. America. Yeah. I still don't know who Mr. And, America was. And they was. both will have the head that has the show. The yeah. Shush, Thank so. God. Because yeah. when I saw it listed that way, I was like, oh, yeah. man, this sucks. Yeah. Because I'm not buying a chase just for that head. No right. way. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Some people That's have speculations, one. but, uh, you, know. you know, I, I just that that 30 buck, you know, 30 plus shipping on these guys a little a little steep. It's hurting your pockets. So I'm not I ain't, I ain't I ain't itching that bad to go for me, but they are really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I bought uh, the ultimate Razor Ramon. I bought the chase in purple yeah. to match with my Hasbro that I have in purple. Chase. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, the scans look incredible. It's the best. It's the best Scott Hall face they've done. Yeah, uh, our local Target again for me is it's pretty good at getting these ultimates in eventually, and I want the non chase version. Yeah, uh, you should be able to get. And that. so I should have no problem getting that. So yeah. that one I'll pick yeah. up when I see it. And then uh, Britt did some Christmas shopping this oh. week, so maybe more on that as Ooh. Christmas approaches. Mm. Mm. Brett did some Christmas shopping. All right, good. And, uh, that's it, right? That's all I got. Short show. You were right. I people yeah. are going to be shocked. Eh. They're going to think we're we're fighting. There just wasn't a ton. Yeah, to right, talk there wasn't a ton to talk about. I think I think it was good quality conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Same. But that's it. We'll be back next week with more. We need wrestling. Uh, whatever we watch, you'll hear. You'll learn about it here. Uh, follow us at We Need Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, and Hive. Um, oh, people, if that's ever going to fucking stick, uh, we need wrestling.com. Email the show. We need wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, you know, talk about what your, uh, favorite Tenru matches for 10 for December is Tenru appreciation month. Uh, you were part of the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter, soon to be named network and Instagram, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, you can find a plethora of other podcasts, including last week's episode where we where we joined forces in the the soon to be named network Mega Powers Explode, the, the ultimate crossover, uh, the ultimate Thanksgiving crossover uh, with uh, at odds with wrestling, uh, and also Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Hit My Music, Final Wrestling Place, uh, tons of other shows, uh, Wings on Wings, our other show. Uh, where we watch ninety sitcom wings and talk about wings. Uh, eventually pieces on pieces on Reese's pieces. <laughs> if we can yes. convince Todd, uh, I'll put this out here right now. Anybody on the pseudonym network wants to let pick a day and come up to the house and watch pieces, pretty much anytime. Yeah, you just let me know. Let's do it. Uh, I have an open door pieces policy. Uh, I will watch pieces at at the drop of a hat anytime Same. You people want. Absolutely. So, um, we can even do the pieces puzzle. Uh, <laughs> but um. But yeah, uh, so Adam will be here, right? I think that's everything. Uh, if it's not too bad, I'll get you next week. Uh, <laughs> if it's not, 
too bad. Uh, but yeah, that's it, pal. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll be we'll be back next week with yeah. more uh, more wrestling and more wrestling. Real quick, yeah. Five years ago today, now yeah. because it's technically November okay. or December second. Uh huh. Me and Michelle were seeing the Descendants. Oh yeah, it's Starland. Yeah, was it? It was. It was Starland. Yeah. So that was one where Dez Kadena jumped yeah. up on stage. That was a good fucking time. That was a good fucking time. That was a good. More show. good times. Was that the shoegaze band open that that day? No, that was the AFI show. That was the AFI show. That, I think what was it? The Ergs. It was the Ergs on that show. Yeah, yeah, it was. All right. Oh no, no. Go listen to the Descendants. Go listen to the Descendants. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.